by asking you uh how's everything going on your end right now yeah i mean good i've had it's been really busy out of nowhere <laughs> the first few months of the year um i think like january like 6th or 7th i wasn't really like sure i was like okay i guess i'm just gonna keep putting out music and then some stuff happened and things changed and um so i've been like I don't know what is required of me on a day-to-day -day basis has changed dramatically um and I am you know trying to give myself all the tools and you know like resources so I can take care of myself and do what's being asked of me nice all right so growing up you're a Nigerian so growing up you were in Delaware Arizona and Nashville you're a singer and songwriter um how was it growing up in um, those areas and like who were some of your musical inspirations around that yeah so I um I was born in Delaware and then when I was about four moved to Arizona uh like a middle of nowhere um yeah. and it was like a farming town so I was a I was uh, to say that we were the minority is nice, but I think we might have been the only ones. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I, we, growing up, my dad would listen to, he loved like Paul Simon and Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel because they all used like West African instrumentalists. And so like he was a Nigerian rooting for other Nigerians and, um, and, I just like, I think those sounds mixed with like the folk songwriting and then like, I, yeah. it was a farming town. Like I grew up, like there were cotton fields, there were like dairy farms. So like, there's a lot of country music and folk music. Like people loved Johnny Cash and Brooks and Dunn and you know, and all the, all the different types of things you could imagine. And um, then, you know, when I was 10 years old, I saw a video of Tracy Chapman holding a guitar and up until that point, I had only seen white men hold guitars. And so I like, for me that like, that was like that music, her music or like specifically black women making folk or like guitar driven music has always like been a bridge to me between cultures. Got it. And uh, you mentioned guitar. Um, I know that you play the guitar and you also play the piano. Do you have a favorite with either one of those or like, uh, do you love them equally? I, I think guitar is my favorite. I have, I have so many guitars. I think I have uh, eight as of right now. Um, <laughs> I just, I truly like, I, nothing, I feel most comfortable as a person when I'm holding a guitar. Like that's, it's my yeah. favorite. So also too, I know that uh, we have a, we have an artist uh, her, if you ever of the R&B singer, her. Yes, I love her. Uh, yeah, she's she's amazing on the guitar. Would could you see yourself ever doing like a collaboration with her, working with her? Uh, someday, if she ever figures out who I am and if she <laughs> cares, if she, if she, I would love that. I would give I would give up anything. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. All right, so you made your TV debut um, last, uh, is it last month, February, I believe, on Jimmy Fallon, um, doing your breakout song, Breathe Again. Um, how was that, being able to uh, make that TV debut? 
Um, it was amazing. I, it was a unique situation because I like, it, we're in a pandemic. So any other time I maybe would have like flown to New York and done it live. Um, but mm. this, like I, I drove like 10 minutes away from my house in Nashville and we filmed it at a studio here. And I, I, you know, I have the gift of like, if something went horribly wrong, like we could do another take. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was such a beautiful moment. And I, like, I, the night that it aired, I had my friend James, who I wrote the song with over, and it was just us and our partners. And the two of us were just sobbing, <laughs> like we were just crying, uh, because it's like, it was a really personal song for both of us. Like, uh, like we, like the day we wrote it was a hard day for all three of the people who were in the room. And um, so to like have that be the song with which I made my TV debut, like yeah. it was, it was really amazing. And I feel super honored. Awesome. So also you're a part of the LGBTQ community. I want to ask you being a music, uh, musician and um, being able to represent for who you like, you know, rep who you are. How good does that feel that, you know, hopefully there will be people that will kind of look up to you and look at the fact that you are being open about who you are and your sexuality. Yeah, it feels amazing. I, I was just, I, before this, I was doing another interview where we were talking about mental health. And like, when I was a kid, I did not know that I could have the life that I have now. And, yeah. and, and partially because it didn't exist. And like, thank God for like, activists and like you know the people who've gone before us and like the mm -hmm. lgbtq community like who like made what i am living now possible um yeah. but just like i love that if there's like some weird little black girl who's like the only one in her farm in her class in her farming town who loves star wars and good like you know old rock music like i love that mm -hmm. she can google like if there's anybody else like her and now she can find me like it, because you know like and now like she feels less alone in the world and so like that is the most amazing feeling and that's like that's sort of why I love music like all my favorite artists made me feel less alone and so I'm trying to sort of like pass that feeling along. Wow that's awesome. All right so you also was able to uh, see Tracy Chapman pay homage to Nelson Mandela during um, his 70th, 70th birthday tribute at Wembley Arena. Mm -hmm. uh, how was that? How cool uh, was that? It, it was amazing. I didn't see it live. I was watching it like on a VHS. <laughs> yeah, I was oh. watching it on a VHS that my dad <laughs> took when he watched it live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I, like, again, like it just like, it was life changing because like, it, I went a decade without seeing a black woman hold a guitar, which like that is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. So who who is an artist in the industry right now that uh, you feel like you have to collaborate with before it's all said and done with doing music? Oh, I mean, you mentioned one, her. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's Brittany Howard. She's another like black queer female who just- mm -hmm. Yeah kills it uh Janelle Monet would be amazing <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean I could go on for days uh I feel like we're in like a really amazing time for like art and artists you know like I feel like I, like not yeah. all of it's great but I do feel like there are 
there are people who maybe wouldn't be able to, I love Tyler, Tyler, the creator. I think he's another example of like someone who like maybe wouldn't be able to exist 10 yeah. years ago, you know, <laughs> and now, now he does and now he's killing it and he produces and writes it all himself and I, he's my favorite. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I think I just like, I love the, like the people who are sort of making their own lane and like not, nice yeah I totally agree so um let me ask you this so what does respect mean to you like when you hear that word and when you see that word what are some things that come to your mind yeah respect yeah this is a right for respect magazine so I sort of have yeah no 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 I that's why I assume that's why you asked I just no no one really asked you what respect means yeah Um, Honestly, to me, it's like honoring or taking care of or showing like love and mm-hmm. like kindness to like a person, no matter like what they have, like what they can give, what they're giving back to you or what they can give back to you. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes like there's that whole like idea of like you gotta like give respect to earn respect, which is. I guess, I guess it is sort of true. Like I, like I try to like conduct myself day to day as mm-hmm. a respectful individual. Um, and it only gets disrespectful <laughs> when that like kindness is met with not with weirdness, you know? And, yeah. um, and I think sort of when you open, open doors with respect, like when you enter rooms with respect, when you bring your own chair to the table with respect, I think people have a harder time shutting you down. Yeah. So goal for 2021. What are your musical uh, accomplishments that you kind of want to get done uh, for 2021? Yeah, I am. I'm about to release uh, another album. It's like the it's volume two of the album that I released last Mm -hmm. year uh, or sort of the complete version. Um, And um, I think after that, I kind of just want to finish the next one. (laughs) And like I like it now that I like you know my I'm like so blessed that my like career is out of place where I can like ask to work with some of those people that I've mentioned or like start you yeah. know moving towards working with those people like that's the next step for me is like it start starting to collaborate and like open those doors and see how that see how you know meeting other people expands my sound and my worldview and um yeah, and to see what I can offer other people as well, you know. Um, I think that's what I'm, those are my goals, you know. Nice. All right, so I have to ask you this one because I do write for a hip-hop magazine, so I, it, it's only right that I ask you. Uh, do you have a favorite hip-hop album, like uh, of all time, or a favorite Ooh. hip-hop to go back and listen to time and time, or just a favorite? I don't, I, it's kind of. You have to pick one. Okay. You have to pick one. I mean, I'm pretty sure you have many others, but, you know, just the one that's like, you know, one of your favorites. This is hard. This yeah. is really hard. Um, you know, based on sheer listens, I think <laughs> I might go Illmatic by Nas. Wow, nice. He's one of my favorite rappers, so that's, I love that answer. <laughs> He's, oh, just listen. Listen, just the fact 
but he but it goes life's a bitch into this world is yours and like but like that transition of just mentioning mentioning it gave me chills like I like I think it's one of the best like sort of like conceptual hip-hop albums as well like I think it just like I think he's a great lyricist I think that like the production still like like hurts me and inspires me in you know ways and I don't know that's yeah it's my favorite yeah. He's definitely legendary and shout out to Nas because he just got his first Grammy of, out of all the legendary things he's Crazy. done. He got his first Grammy, uh, the last Grammy show. So shout out to Nas. I'm getting down to my last question. So I want to ask you, what should your fans expect from your next album? You just mentioned that you are releasing um, a new album. Hopefully, is it going to be this year? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So what should, what should, nice. So what should your fans expect from uh, this album? Yeah, uh, I think you should expect the brainchild of someone who uh, listens to Illmatic by Nas <laughs> and Rumors by Fleetwood Mac on repeat. <laughs> like, that's like, it's sort of like, I just, I am sort of the product of my generation where like a bunch uh -huh. of genres were, of music were available to me. And so I've never really felt sort of reined in by one. And I think that this next record sort of like pushes a little more of those boundaries and hopefully that continues to be true for every record after that. Nice. I love that because I'm also someone, I love hip hop, but I also listen to other genres. So I totally understand where you're coming from by like being able to uh, listen to different genres all the time. Um, so that's definitely going to end our interview, Joy. Thank you so much for uh, doing this interview with Respect Magazine and enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right. Bye.